everybody, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Time Bomb. What did they bomb? Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Philip, And I'm Molly. And today we're discussing Time Bomb, baby. Just Time Bomb. No baby. It's from 1983's Subterranean Jungle. That is their seventh studio album. We're This latest set has gone like five, six, seven. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. Anyway, we're talking about this song. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's written by Didi Ramone. The DD. The DD. Um, I gave it a song category. And I gave that category of fighting. Yeah. I've tried well, to put fighting in other things, but actually, I feel like that's what it is. But what do you think I it is? I might have to... I very rarely disagree with your categories, but I might have to give this a category of misbehaving. Misbehaving? Oh, sure. Even though he says he could kick somebody's ass. Yeah, well, you've done two-time categories before. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, fine, fine. I mean, there's no way this isn't misbehaving. He's breaking every rule, man. He's that's, gonna break every rule. That's true, yeah. I if mean, that if ain't he, misbehaving, I don't know what is. If that ain't misbehaving. <laughs> well, well, is there a Mr. Behaving? Um, would you like to take a crack at guessing how many times the band Ramones played this song live? Gosh. Molly? Okay, so seventh album... So we're halfway through. Time bomb. Didi's singing. I'm going to say a hundred times. You are off by 100 times. They never played it? They never played it live. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, this You know song... what's so funny? I was either going to say like a really high one because it mm-hmm. gives Joey a break or no times. Nope. I should have gone no, no times. times. Yeah. Um, I haven't checked this yet but i think i think we've yet to get to the song that the ramones play where it's like and now dd's time to sing but i think we have oh warthog no no yeah yeah okay. where it's where i mean it's it's his vocal but we, there's other times he sings no, for no, sure but totally. not like but also we did show. do another dd song that was really popular that is eluding me now we have but i think it's later in the canon like of him singing, like he is the vocalist. Yeah. It it happens after this. I'm saying it's happening after 1983. Oh, okay. Okay, got it, got it. Right. Not alphabetically, it's already happened. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's a confusing timeline. It's like Lost. We based our show on Lost. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this is the... Uh, so more about Dee Dee's vocals. Yes, please. On this. Um, Rock some facts for us. Uh, this is the second time he has been lead vocals. And they happen on the same album. Wow! Um, this is the first. The album other one that he is uh, in the park. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Where it's where it's him. So it's yeah. like fifty third and third. He has the bridge. Yeah. You know, but it's but it's not his song. Really. But it's no, it's not his. Yeah. You wouldn't say he's lead vocal. Okay. Well, I like that. By by album seven, Joey's like, sure, Dee Dee, why don't you? Yeah. Crack at it. It kind of makes sense too, because at this point, as we're following chronologically, like. They tried and tried and tried to have the big break. They tried to have that with Phil Spector and yeah. it just didn't happen. Yeah. They tried again with like baby Phil Spector of Graham Goldman and it didn't happen. Yeah. And this Pleasant album, yeah. yeah, Pleasant Dreams. And so Subterranean Jungle is sometimes thought of as 
one of the first steps back towards like, okay, let's do punk songs. Yeah. Primarily. Mm -hmm. And so in that regard, it kind of makes sense that Dee Dee is asserting himself. And at this time he's a, he's played enough where it's like, I'm going to sing the song maybe. I also believe in my heart of hearts that Johnny would probably want him to sing because Dee Dee yes. has a much more punk voice Right. We're getting past the time when Joey was going to have his solo career. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, if I'm imagining this band, they're in their pajamas. No, they're they're. I mean, they're meeting in their pajamas. They're, they're making this album where they want to try to get back to the roots. They want to make it more rock and roll. And mm -hmm. it makes sense to me that I don't know who's who's I don't know if Dee's asking them to sing or if Johnny's, you know, but it seems it makes sense that they would have Dee Dee sing, and it, it makes sense that he's singing on more than one song. Well, not it, to it almost feels sure. like they're trying him out. Yes, as a voice to right. bring in that other thing, you and, know, and almost as a way to get like into the politics of the band. I I think if I'm remembering right, that like <laughs> if they ever had a band vote, original members' votes counted for more. Mm -hmm. So at this point, we have three original members still. Yeah. So if you get a block of Johnny and Dee Dee saying. Dee Dee's going to sing these songs. Yeah. You win. You win. Yeah. That's it. Um, so th I feel like all that sort of stuff, it makes sense chronologically that mm -hmm. like, yeah. And this also is in one of the periods, like sort of a lowish up and downish period for the band. And Dee Dee is still just being super prolific. So by virtue of that, I'm like, well. Yeah, I'm going to sing some freaking songs. Yeah, I'm going to sing some freaking <laughs> songs. And also, just to remind everybody, this is the album where Marky is on the outs. He's even yes. on the cover. He's he's in a little side window. This is his last album for a little while. Yeah, but he doesn't know it's his last album. When they're, when they're taking this picture, he's all, hey, right. guys, why you put me over here in the window? <laughs> but then... It's not even his last album in the 80s. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it is funny. Like, technically, and he comes back him, in the end. You know? No, yeah, it's great. He took, he but... took charge of his life, so that's yeah. great. But, um... So Richie, Richie is going to play these songs live with them, but Richie's well, not on the album. Right. Well, he never played this song, <laughs> this particular song, but right. When they toured, right. they're like, hey, new guy, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's creep off one more time with this guy. Yeah. That's what their tours were called. <laughs> um, do you have any other facts about this particular song? Because I have... An odd fact. I, I don't really have any facts about this song, though. No. Um, I have an odd fact, not about this song, but about Time Bombs. Okay. So, very casual research, because I don't want to get on any FBI lists. Um, but I did just a little looking. Um, it seems like uh, Time Bombs have been around since about the 1850s or 60s-ish. Okay. And one of the first recorded ones was a Time Bomb used by a confederate general general i think or at least a confederate uh during the civil war uh his name is john maxwell uh and he used what i believe he referred to as a clockwork torpedo huh. uh to try to get general ulysses s grant wow but i really loved the phrase clockwork torpedo yeah because they don't know it was like oh a time bomb like you you flowered up yeah. So now in my mind, John John Maxwell is one of these like Southern daddies guys. Like, oh my, I'm gonna send a clockwork torpedo to that Yankee, um, <laughs> right after right after I get out of this. Somebody should definitely name their band Clockwork Torpedo. Clockwork Torpedo. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. It feel I I imagine him 
Like, so he has this thing. It's like, ooh, what do I call it? Well, clocks are kind of new, so that'll sound jazzy. <laughs> Torpedoes are sort of new. It was like he took, like, new-ish technology, at least yeah. new to him, technology, <laughs> and then had this other thing. Or like, oh, yeah, there's a time bomb. Time bomb. Oh, well, my way. Far superior. Far superior, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take it away, my words. Here. Um, <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah, I like so that, 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 that is a weird fact about time bombs. Okay. Um, great. Yeah, so there's there. It is. that's all the facts I have. That's all the facts. Okay, great. You you had a fact. Well, I have. About... I do have one fact. Oh, I didn't mean to Yes. Okay, go. You reminded me that I did have a fact. Yeah. That is that this song is also sung by Dee Dee Ramone but on a different album called Didi Ramone Greatest and Latest. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we can start to segue in how we feel about this song. Sure. I would well, like to use it as a jumping off point. Uh, we can. I I have, we can go into our feelings, but I also have a fact about that. Okay, please That do. I looked up as please we were do. on please the do. air. Please do. Found 11 confirmed plays of solo Didi oh, playing this song. Great. Yeah. That it makes would, sense, It right? would surprise me if you didn't play it. Right. A couple of times. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons why that surprises me is because I really like the song on the Dee Dee album. Hmm. There is something about it where he is being a bit more annoying in his character <laughs> voice as he sings, I think on purpose for fun. Okay. And then there's like the backup vocals yeah. on the Dee Dee album that are kind of like, nah, 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 and they're high, very yeah. high pitched and very annoying, but in a fun way. And the way he says, there's a time bomb, baby, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he has a little more Yeah, he's definitely inflection. having, in my opinion, a lot more fun on his album with sure. it than he has on the remotes. Now, this is all a segue to say, at first I was very on the fence about this song. And I wasn't sure how I felt about it. I went and just listened to Dee Dee's solo album with him, and I liked it so much more. I think mm. because... Why I did wasn't liking this song originally is because um, the lyrics are a bit obnoxious. Sure. And I want to read it's these. Tough guy. It's just so bratty. It's just it it is kind of obnoxious. I'm gonna I'm gonna brag about it. Gonna kill my mom and dad. I won't be sad about it because they treat me so bad. Those are the literal lyrics. <laughs> um, I'm gonna brag about it. I flunked. I didn't pass. I'm gonna brag about it. Gonna kick somebody's ass. I'm a time bomb baby. 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 So at first I just thought, oh, this is sort of really annoying, you mm-hmm. know? Go listen to Dee Dee's version on his album and he really amps up that annoyingness as part of the character of the song and I think it works so much better mm. because there's playfulness inside of it and it almost becomes a character more than... In the, in the Ramones version, it's a bit somber or something. It's not. I I wonder if it's even just production. Maybe it too, is production. Maybe like, it is production. This this album, our history of this album, has been along the lines of like, oh, there's some good songs in here, kind but, of under stuff. But 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 then but, I but. want to I want to continue. Okay. By saying I put this song into the context of the album by going back and listening to the song that comes before it and the song that comes after it. Oh. Which is, uh, hold please. Um, She's getting out the encyclopedia. Uh, In the Park is Before It. Oh. Which is a freaking fantastic song, by the way. <laughs> I like, You know, again, we were having this conversation about another song that I didn't like so much. But sometimes when you hear Ramon's song, for me, 
sometimes when I hear a Ramones song and I'm like, I don't know if I like this, <laughs> I start to think, huh, this is Ramones. Do I really like the Ramones? And then I'll go hear another song and I'm like, oh, yeah, the Ramones are amazing. This is just... <laughs> yeah. So, In the Park, a great freaking song. That comes before this. And then, um, and I would call it, I would call In the Park pure punk for party people for sure to bring back a phrase that we use on another which i did not come up with i i gotta give credit to the person who came up with it thank you david frick so great and i think really pertains to that song and then um on the other side of that is i eat vegetables every time i eat vegetables makes me think of you yeah and so when i listened to the three in a row then i liked the song better because it it is it almost had a swing Hmm. uh we're talking about the subterranean version. The subterranean version almost has a little bit of a swing in it that I mm. didn't hear at first, but when you hear it between these other two songs on the album, there there is something there. Sure. And and you know sometimes every once in a while I do feel that because we we are critiquing these songs, and for me, my job should just be go listen to go listen to it as part of the album every time I'm looking at a song. Mm. But this one in particular, you know, sometimes Ramon songs lose something when they're not a part of the album sure um well, and I, and as part of the album they make sense yes but trying to deconstruct it separately as a work of art maybe isn't what it's meant to do you know <laughs> that is a fair point um here's why you're wrong no, uh, <laughs> no that that is a very fair point and it's something that i know i've i've admitted to several times on record uh, sure uh, struggling with or i'll i'll give a song more points because of like I, my feeling about it is from the album yes. and I always get excited when I hear it on the yes. album um, yeah the the challenge it seems like of this format is that the alphabetizing removes it from that context it really so now you sterilizes the song sterilizes it yeah. excellent word mm-hmm. it's scientific um, yeah that's that's what makes it hard um, and hopefully entertaining <laughs> Uh, Listen, jur- I'm jur- entertained. Jury's out. Um, uh, no, but but I think you make a really good point. It and it's funny. I I know it's preceded by in the park, but it's funny to think that it was like wow they put back to back Dee Dee vocals together. Even yeah. like that is a choice. Yeah, definitely a choice. Um, it's a side two choice, but it's a choice nonetheless. Yes, that I didn't really think about. Um. Uh, I do... All, and I, the first two Dee Dee songs of the entire canon... Yep. Bam Bam. ...are back-to-back on the same album. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes it even more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I picked up on the swing part of it, but I did want to agree that, yeah, his version, his solo version, there is a little something extra happening his there. His solo like, version, oh, as soon as I put it on, it just made me smile, you know, <laughs> yeah. because... I, I think it's just well, tempered a little too much on the subterranean version. I I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier, but I I was reminded of the song Cherry Bomb, which listeners will be happy to know. I asked Molly when was that released, and she barely hesitated before saying it was like 1976, because um, that's her thing. That's my thing. Um, so I I the his version feels more like that. I mean, they're not exactly the same, and I don't mean to say it's quite Cherry Bomb. But, um... Cherry Bomb is excellent. Yes. Also, I really enjoyed Dee Dee's version on his album. Yes. And if they would have put that version on this album, I would have been so happy. For sure. Um, or I, I see what you mean. And I think part of it, that spirit, especially comparing those two, comes through because Cherry Bomb 
is also has like, word bomb in it. Well, it has word bomb <laughs> in it. But it's, I mean, the spirit of that is very similar to this. Yeah. I mean, it's not all the lyrics you're listing, but it. I mean, they're misbehaving too. Yeah, they, they certainly are not misbehaving. Happy about their parents, and no, they're arguably blowing them up. Yeah, um, on the toilet. <laughs> uh, uh so i i feel like that maybe they were after that spirit and didn't quite get it on the subterranean version but it was always there so maybe he brought it out even more in the in yeah. his own on his own yeah um no that's i how do you how do you that's how you feel about it but how do you feel about it um i like it i think it's all right yeah you know, again, I went back and I listened to In the Park and I was like, oh my God, I love In the Park. It's so good. It's so just, everything about it makes me want to play it again and sing along. Wow. And so then when I come to this song, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a like too. I feel like I'm a strong like. I might, I don't like In the Park as much as you do. Oh, I don't know really anybody does. And then just listening to it after this song, I don't know. The, the bridge or the the moat between them seemed farther. I mean, mm-hmm. in the context of the album, like I said, I do think they all work together. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like this album. I know a lot of people like this album. No, I do too. I, I love this album and it makes sense. The song makes sense. It's not like it's crazy out of nowhere. But when I put it next to In the Park, I was like, oh, In the Park is so good. <laughs> um, but I I like it too. I'm, I'm a like. Um it's almost silly asking who's your who's your uh, most valuable on this. I mean, I'll give it to Didi. I am giving it to Didi too because sometimes, because I want to think you gotta that, call it how it is. I want to think that Didi wanted to do a crazier version, and then <laughs> probably production, yeah, hammered it down to something, yeah, more, more like the album, or I don't know. Mm. And I think whatever charm is coming through in either version, yeah, I think. I think we attribute to him. Yeah. Like, and it's his vocals and that's... Yeah. It's, and I mean, it's, it's a very Dee song. Like, it's... Yeah. It's childish. Ch- angry childish. Angry and childish and, you know, he literally says, I'm gonna kill my mom and dad. Yeah. Like, okay. That's you. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. On a sidebar oh. Uh, before... Oh, sorry. No. Go ahead. I- I'll allow it, counselor. Yeah. Just a sidebar. Did you see that... Um, Mikey Lee's getting a film off of his autobiography. Mickey Lee? Sorry, Mickey Lee. Oh. Uh, ooh, I might have seen that somewhere. Okay, this yeah. actually looks pretty... This is a total sidebar, you guys, but I just saw this online and I'm shocked I missed it before. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think... I Slept With Joy Ramone is being produced into a film and he's working with Nick Cassavetes. Okay. Uh, Lee is working with Nick Cassavetes yeah. on the film and they're putting together a real band for the film. Okay. Does that right. sound great or what? Sure. I'm yeah, stoked. Do it. I'm so excited. Right. Because remember when, wasn't, um, there was some, I know this is total cyber, but wasn't it was the rumor Marty, of Scorsese. Marty Scorsese going to do one? I think what we heard, that was like a rumor thrown out there. God, and I why? think what we heard was that it was like, that was maybe one of those sort of go nowhere deals where just but like dude, enough people said where it. is the movie on this band? I'm serious. So much crazy shit has happened to this band. You could make Five movies. You could just make one movie about, mm-hmm. like, just like how, um, what's this Bowie did with uh, Four Chords and a Gun. Yeah. 
that's just one little tiny piece of their whole history. They got so many crazy things that happened. Yeah. It seems insane that that movie hasn't happened yet. I feel like we, we also live, it is kind of crazy that it hasn't, mostly for the fact that we live in an era now that is ripe with musical biopics. You know, it's like yeah, like the Queen movie everybody. and the David and the and the James Brown movie and and now that's the only show I can remember. But I mean, like, <laughs> but there's like a Nina Simone movie, and that's all in the last year and a half. You know, yeah. um, and those aren't even half of them. So yeah, you'd think someone's that's like, just four of them. Well, that's just four of them. <laughs> but you'd think that somebody would. Now, on the other hand, do you think that? This is such a silly question because already I know the answer. Do you think it would hurt or help the legacy? Oh, help one hundred percent. Especially it would help the Ramones. Okay, nobody in the Johnny Ramones. Johnny Cash. Are there we go. There's a Johnny Cash movie. Well, so oh, many people love the Ramones. You know, sure. Yeah. The Ramones estate is never going to give this movie to some schmo. Mm-hmm. And may, maybe maybe a big enough person hasn't come around in their mind. That's why it hasn't happened yet. I have no idea. I'm just purely conjecture, but. There's money to be made for the estates for sure. And surely there's a filmmaker out there who loves this band, who's willing to tell the story, you know, with honor. So here's your here's the main question for you. And you're you're in the biz. Dude, I would love to write that movie, but I'm not gonna talk writing, I'm gonna talk casting. Oh yeah, please. Do you cast Adrian Brody <laughs> or Adam Driver? Do I have to pick one of those two? Yeah, those are the only two. All right. Well, unless you have a better one. Well, I'm sort of down on Adrian Brody ever since. Sure. I, I never caught this live, but when he did SNL, I guess he came oh, yeah. out and like <laughs> I heard did about some that. weird Jamaican character to introduce the musical act, which was not prepared and I guess was kind of racist. Okay, so well, they, so they don't allow him back on Tonight Live anymore. Fine. I'm like, oh, that's kind of shitty. Um, Let's say he's not going to do that. <laughs> I feel like the Adam Driver thing seems so obvious. Adam Driver looks more like him too, doesn't he? Probably. I think Adam Driver, obviously. I'm just trying to think of like your tall, skinny dude. Also, Adam Driver's younger. I mean... Martin Starr? At this point, it's just like, you know. What about Martin Starr? Is that his name? He was on Freaks and Geeks. He's arguably one of the geekiest geeks. And now he's on Silicon Valley. Martin Starr, that's interesting. Could he do it? Mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because here's the thing. Adam Driver looks weird mm-hmm. he he he's handsome but he does look weird and i'm not saying that to be mean i mean no, he's got a weird no, thing about him for real yeah so it's also a physical but he, like a physical actor yes you know and he can he can pull off the power move of the rock star mm-hmm. which is joey ramon whereas i feel like that guy from freaks and geeks although i do think he's very funny mm-hmm. and i yeah, love would, everything he's been something. in i'm not sure that he commands what Joey command? I mean, Joey was sure. a nerd, but Joey was a freaking rock god. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. a rock god that um, our old friend from End of the Century, you know, wanted to give him his own career without the Ramones because he thought he was the next big crooner. Yeah. So I don't know. That's my take. Okay. All right. Adam Driver all the way. Okay. Not that that guy needs more work. Yeah, right. I mean, that's why I suck at this because I'm always like the most obvious choice. Yeah. Who do you want for that? Well, Tom Cruise. Jeez. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, do you have any more uh, facts uh, or insider uh, access Hollywood 
casting rumors? No, man, I wish I did. But oh, I'm man. real jazzed about that movie, so sorry, wanna... sorry to sidetrack on that. No, that's know. okay. No, I totally want to think, like, boy, how do we cast Dee Dee in this movie? Oh, gosh. Um, These are such fun questions yeah. for Lee and Cassavetes to have together. Yeah. You know, just looking at a pile of headshots going, all right, who's Dee Dee? <laughs> Give me Dee Dee, you know? <laughs> Two words. Jim Belushi. <laughs> no. uh, I think that's all we can say right now. That's enough. Uh, what was it? Ramones of the day. <laughs> Power punk for party people. Pure yes. punk for party people. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening today. Uh, you can follow us and send your casting advice uh, on Twitter. We're at Ramones Podcast. And you can join us next time when we will be discussing Time Has Come Today on Ramones of the Day. 